Joining me in the studio right now, I have Caitlin and Matt, who will be playing at the Love Hangover this Monday night at the Poorhouse. I have Richard Alwyn on the phone from New York City. Uh, you, I guess, are the creator of the Love Hangover, is that correct? I uh, started the Love Hangover 11 years ago uh, when I was living in Raleigh. first one was at King's, and it bounced around for a couple of years, and then King's was its, was its mm-hmm. home for a while until I moved up here to Brooklyn, and, and, and the good people in, in Raleigh, uh, Caroline Mamalitis and uh, Caitlin there, and Mm-hmm. Uh, have have kept it rolling and, and uh, moving forward. The Love Hangover, it originated right here in Raleigh, North Carolina. But Absolutely. But I guess it sort of had, uh, spread across the nation now. It's in several different cities, right? This year it's in Brooklyn. It'll be its sixth year in New York, and it's also being held in Kansas City, which is where I grew up, mm-hmm. uh, Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti area, uh, where Dana Clutter had uh, taken it, and for the first year in Chicago. Oh, wow. So it's definitely spreading pretty rapidly then. So why all these cities? Why all these other cities uh, other than Raleigh and I guess where you're living now, New York City? Three years ago, I believe, I had my friend from Kansas City, Scott Easterday, come out and play with uh, Dana Kletter, who was a part of the very first Love Hangover. I knew that if I, um, if I wanted to get two people together from different places who had uh, never met each other, never played together... Uh, they'd rehearsed a little bit over the telephone, as well mm. as you can do, yeah. and, and do a set. I knew I, I knew that both Scott and Dana would definitely be up for that task. They're uh, fantastic. Richard, I have to ask, how did this the, the planning for this begin? I mean, uh, it's the day after Valentine's Day. It's the love hangover. Was this just one year that you, 11 years ago, you said, man, I am sick to death of Valentine's Day. Why don't we play some more love songs? Or <laughs> <laughs> I had been organizing some singer-songwriter shows. Previously, once every other month, something like that, and some of I'd started to um, put themes to them. Usually, I mm-hmm. you know I was theme was was for myself just to gather some songs together. I, like I did a penultimate performance of my thirties. I did songs all about age right right before I turned thirty, and I had seen Dana Clutter and Doug McMillan you know, from the Connells. Right. I had not seen their band, the April Fools, I believe they were they were called, but I'd heard that they had been in a band together that did Burt Bacharach songs and things like that. So right. from that, I got the idea to do a singer-songwriter night that would include couples doing it around the Valentine's Day. I think Valentine's Day that year wasn't available, and <laughs> so it got pushed <laughs> to, the, to the next day. Right. And that kind of engendered the hangover theme. Yeah. We um, started started it there with uh, about four couples and been rolling ever since. Right. Now, um, Caitlin and Matt, you're both playing together. You also played together last year. Have you ever played together before? How did you come about to you know become sort of a pair for the Love Hangover, and, and why did you decide to play together? And why did you decide to play at the Love Hangover? Well, that's kind of the magical thing about Richard's great idea of the Love Hangover was that it. I think it sort of pushes – duos and duets together this i've been part of the love hangover on and off for you know maybe five out of the 11 years or something and every time i felt i felt like it's a big act of bravery to go find some boy who i admire and i've always thought of singing with and and that was the case with with for me so basically you had a crush on matt a musical crush, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> he just fist pumped, by the way. <laughs> he, he can't really react properly because he doesn't have his own microphone. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's one of the most fun things about the Love Hangover is that you get together with somebody that you don't normally play with, and you like have this really vulnerable time in your living room where you sh- show them your favorite love songs or or unloved songs, and you 
go, do you think this one is good? And they go, yeah, dude. Or no, and, and sometimes you have to say, um, dude, I really don't like that one. And then you have to get even more brave and start singing and playing together. And Matt, do you want to say anything about how, how that's gone for us and what, what happened because of it? Well, I mean, it was, uh, I thought it was a, for us a particularly smooth and seamless burgeoning love relationship <laughs> of singing songs together and I think that's why we have continued to uh, to play together and and uh, and do stuff uh, outside of the uh, the love hangover but I'm really excited that we're doing it again this year I, I don't even is that breaking rules it's to do totally, it totally we're totally cheating yeah I think not Which, even a little bit Sarah Bell and I played it together or three times. <laughs> oh, really? That makes me feel better to know that Richard played it multiple times with somebody. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I it it, it provided me with fodder for the for my little bio where I said. In order not to seem a musical whore, I've decided to stand by my man this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that I. I'm really excited because I'm not sure I would have been invited if it wasn't for Caitlin. So, uh, so this is exciting. Well, we're going to go ahead and play a song here live in the studio. I believe this is Call It Off. It's a Tegan and Sarah cover. I believe you played the song last year. Of course, we don't know what you're going to play on Monday because it's a big secret. But I was just wondering, why did you go about choosing Call It Off? It's not really a love song. It's sort of a breakup song. I think it's the cutest damn song I've ever heard by a couple of really cute Canadian punk chicks, which I think is awesome. Yeah, and... Um, when when Matt first showed it to me, I mean, I had heard it a long time ago, but when he brought it as an idea for the Love Hangover, I thought that it was the most adorable little like piece of what I imagined as seventh grade poetry in a big notebook with big lines and really round writing. And just love the 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 tone of it is is very um, naive, but knowing in the way that you are in like junior high. Or- Do you think, Caitlin, that that notebook might have had? Like the girl's name with uh, her her crush's last name repeated over and over and over again until the entire front of the notebook is filled with that. That's what I think, except for then the last page is like, oh, oh my God, I hate him. He sucks (laughs) for her, I guess. scratched out over and over and over again. (laughs) And then there's a little note that says, should we call it off? Check this box. Well, we're going to go ahead and play that song live here on this Local Beat mini exclusive. The song is Call It Off. It's originally by Tegan and Sarah, but we're playing it here by Caitlin Carey and Matt Douglas, who are playing this Monday at the Poorhouse Music Hall in downtown Raleigh for the Love Hangover. We'll be right back. saying this, this thing that I'm saying Is it better than keeping my mouth shut? That goes without saying Maybe you 
Back here on this Local Beat Mini exclusive, I'm joined by Richard Alwyn, the creator of The Love Hangover, as well as Caitlin Carey and Matt Douglas. The Love Hangover is happening the day after Valentine's Day, this coming Monday, February 15th, at the Poorhouse Music Hall in downtown Raleigh. Playing alongside Caitlin and Matt are couples Sarah Bell and Phil Cook, Alexandra Day and Hunter McDermott, Karen Kletter and Ali Khalifa, and Rachel Hirsch and John Booker. Doors open at 7 p.m., and the show begins at 8 o'clock, and it is $7. So, Richard, I was wondering, some of the songs you've played in this yourself before, have you not? Yes. What's, what are your favorite love songs that you've played over the course of The Love Hanger, or what are some favorite songs that you've heard by certain duos at The Love Hangover? There are lots and lots, uh, and, and, and what's great is that you get people who are playing, you know, their favorite, sappiest, most saccharine, oh my gosh, I really kind of do believe in love kind of love song, and then also people just taking the forum to really, really put out some, some bitter, unhappy, uh, you broke my heart type love songs. And expanding that theme is, is something that's, that's really cool. I, uh, one year, I believe, we played Elvis Costello's Almost Blue and the Ship Song by Nick Cave, which are sort of one of those, a sad song, and the other being a triumphant, surprisingly belief-filled song. Mm-hmm. And actually, one year, 
Anders Parker, at the end of his set, got all the girls who were singing that year up and did uh, My Sweet Lord by uh, George Harrison, a completely different kind of love. And it was very beautiful. Since you've been doing this, why did you decide to expand it to different cities? It originally started at King's Barricade here in Raleigh. You, of course, moved on to New York City and bigger and better things. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, different, different things. <laughs> so why I'm, did... over my, I'm over my love hangover with Raleigh. We can, uh, <laughs> we can now coexist as, uh, as peaceful exes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did you decide to expand this? You know, what is behind all that? When I moved up to um, Brooklyn, I guess it's been about seven years now, I was very, I was very excited to, um, to start it up here, really encouraged by the fact that, that people had continued it down in, um, in Raleigh as well. My uh, friends, Scott and Dana, each took it back to their own cities, and last year in Brooklyn, I had um, friends that I'd grown up with in Kansas City, one living in Chicago and one still living in Kansas City. I had them come out to play together, Aaron McGrain and Jeff Freeling, in, almost immediately were, were excited to start it up in Chicago as well for this year, and, and they've done that. Right. And they've got yeah. a great lineup uh, with some really amazing people. So, Caitlin and Matt, coming back to you here, I was wondering, how did Matt, how did Caitlin go about asking you to, to play alongside her? I think you sent me an email complimenting me and my band, The Proclivities, and I was super flattered, and you asked if I was interested, and of course, I was incredibly interested, but I had been interested in... Caitlin's music before she asked me to do the love hangover so I really was super flattered to be asked to do it and I am a really like sappy love song lover so uh the the musical aspect of it really kind of turned me on too so so I think it was pretty straightforward did but I think maybe did Skillet give you your husband Skillet give you a proclivity CD he or something He tipped me off Yeah Skillet was the one who who sent me to my first proclivity show because I think he had maybe worked. Skillet and I both dabble in the bartending arts, and I think that he had seen you one night when he was working and said, I tend toward the sort of picky side of my musical appreciation. So when Skillet says, go see a band, I I know that he's already done a lot of filtering for me, and sure enough, I, I was absolutely blown away by my first proclivity show. So, So, yeah. That's how it all started. And, and in fact, I will say about The Love Hangover in general that, that it's kind of produced a few nice relation, musical relationships for me. One of one with Scott Phillips, who I've done, um, who, who's of Goner and the Monologue Bombs, and he and I did The Love Hangover a couple years in a row. He's the one that taught me my Love Hangover discipline. I want to send a shout out to Scott because he insists that the practice be rigorous and frequent and that you do not, you know, you don't throw together your set for the love hangover. And so I want to thank Scott for teaching me the value of having many practices so that you, now I'll probably mess everything up at the love hangover this year since I said that. But <laughs> also been really good. He helps out with the curating had actually mentioned the proclivities to me before I knew that Caitlin was going to be singing with you, Matt. So he is a, he is a champion of your local scene. Wow, that's everyone out there listening. That's great. That makes me feel. That makes me feel good. I don't deserve that. <laughs> well, Caitlin, I have to ask you, what does your husband think of you singing love songs with someone else in front of a bunch of people? God bless him. He's kind of had to get used to it because I've I have worked with 
quite a few boys in the music world, and I guess that can always hope that he always knows that everyone is dedicated to him. And, um, you know, I think that musical romances are vital to making good music. I would challenge anyone who said that, you know, you didn't sort of have to fall in love in some kind of way with any with somebody you're making music with. Otherwise, your music is going to just suck. So, but Skillet has, you know, he's been in bands enough and he knows all about that. We met, I, you know, I fell in love with Skillet in the band. So, um, you know, it's just what I do. <laughs> all right. So we're going to go ahead and play one more song here. This is Prove My Love. It's by Lucinda Williams, of course, is being performed right here by Caitlin Carey and Matt Douglas on this local beat. Many exclusive they're playing once more at the Love Hangover on Monday at the Poor House Music Hall. Take it away. Let me prove 
right. And that song right there was Prove My Love. It's originally by Lucinda Williams. It was performed by Caitlin Carey and Matt Douglas. They're playing this Monday night at, at the Love Hangover at the Poorhouse Music Hall in downtown Raleigh. I want to thank Richard for calling in all the way from New York City. Thanks so much for calling in and talking with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I also want to thank Caitlin and Matt for coming in to hang out with me and play some great tunes. Thanks. thanks yeah, thank for, you for having us. The two songs that we played here today, they'll be on our Reverb Nation page for free download, and this entire interview here will be podcasted on the WKNC blog. Once more, Richard, Caitlin, Matt, thank you so much, and I hope to see you two on Monday, and Richard, come down to Rally anytime, and uh, feel free to set up some more music shows for us, okay? Sounds fantastic. Thanks a lot. Bye, Richard. Bye, Richard. Thanks. Hey, Caitlin. Bye, Matt.